It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode, Hump Day, Wednesday episode of the Chad Prather Show, Studio 22, The Mothership. We're getting all humpty hump in here. Uh, the puppet master and perfectionist, Mark, and of course, Super Mario Chris Cruz driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity on a Wednesday. Uh, I'm just here to remind you folks, the world is crazy. Go to chadnude.com. That's going to be my OnlyFans. That's right. Uh, we are prepping. We're getting ready for a very unique overtime experience that you're only going to be able to get on Blaze TV. Uh, and I want you to subscribe. I want 100,000 subscribers. Now, I'm not going to say how many people subscribe to the blaze because one i don't know but i could probably guess pretty close there's a lot we do pretty well as an independent broadcaster and it's all because folks like you make it possible make sure that you're supporting because we're all going to get deplatformed we're all going to get deplatformed we're all going to get kicked off of youtube and everything else and you're just going to be like i mean like all the time people are like oh we just thought you fell off the face of the earth people sometimes something will pop up and they're like oh my god you still exist well, if everybody was following me on uh, Blaze, you would know. You'd be able to keep up with all of my thoughts. And let me let me just just trust me when I tell you, you need my thoughts. Um, you do. Quit shaking your head. You do. Okay, just go with it. My good friend Amy Warr at Amy, what's her face joins me again. Welcome back to the program, the Glenn Beck Thank program. You. <laughs> Hello, America. Um, Sick busted freaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am. I mean, why? By the way, welcome to Texas. Thank you. I you, love it. Yeah, you haven't been in Texas that long. No. The only thing I've, I don't like is the cedar. I think we need to have a cedar hunting season. Cedar. So yes. Your sinuses I am, are. I've never had the problem before, but now my eyes are puffy and I'm allergies. Um, I never had allergy problems till I moved to Texas. But yeah. uh, God bless Texas. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've heard or not, but I'm running for governor. Oh, is that right? Yes, I am. Nice. And how's it going? Um, it's going well, actually. Uh, I honestly, just a status report for those of you who want to believe the lies on social media, because uh, according to the media, according to the media, there are only two um, uh, real candidates running against Greg Abbott. Oh. And one of them, they don't list me as being one of the real oh. ones. And remember that the media loves the money. They love the money. Mm-hmm. So they're only going to say that the, the real viable candidates are the ones with all the money. All the money. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The ones with the millions to spend in advertising. So that's a bunch of media ass kissing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have the real, true grassroots support. Mm-hmm. These people out there, they're not answering the phone for your polls. They're not taking your polls. They're not interested in your polls. Right. Um, we are, we've got block walkers and uh, uh, door knockers and everything <laughs> else all across the state uh, putting our stuff out there. It's pretty, it's pretty humbling, honestly. Yeah. Um, folks throwing events for me. Um, where am I going to be? I'll tell you this. Let me give you guys an update. So this weekend, I'm going to be in Lot, Texas. Well, I think Thursday night I'm in Lot. So I was I just got back from Midland, and uh, Lot Leander going to be in Austin on Saturday. I think I speak at one o'clock at the Capitol, and then we go back out to McCamey, Texas. Does anybody anybody know where McCamey, Texas is? Like the people in that area of McCamey, Texas, mm-hmm. the, the organizer for this event said, will you send me a video saying you're coming to McCamey? Because no one no truly one believes, believes that you're it. coming. Aww. Like they say, you're too big of a deal to come to Aww. McCamey. Uh, and so they're making her prove Aww. that so it's west texas that's south of odessa by a good i okay. don't know hour 15 hour and a half um and we have this 
real cold snap coming through yeah. Texas that's going to hit. So going to be interesting. Uh, but next week, next week I, I go down to San Antonio on a 10th. So that's four hour drive down. And then I do a lunch in there and then I take off to McCamey, which is going to be another four hours to West Texas to do evening time to get out wow. there. So I'll come in hot. Mm. Then the following night after that, we have a show in Midland again. So back in Midland, uh, West Texas, mm-hmm. at the Wagner Noel. Go to watchchad.com for all the fun stuff is. Get your tickets. Come hang out with us. And uh, other show that I've got this month, uh, I, I've learned something about show business in this campaign thing. Mm-hmm. Something that I never really realized. And that is you can't half-ass show business. Yeah. It's all or nothing. Yeah. Like I've always given it all or nothing, just all uh-huh. just right into it. But I've been so focused on campaigning that like you don't think about promoting the show. You don't think about, right. you know, really pushing it. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, well, whoever shows up, shows up. Well, that's unfair <laughs> to the to the buyers and the promoters, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, you're the promoters. You're the one supposed to be promoting it. Um, but I, I do have a show. Uh, February 25th, I believe is the date, in Greenville, Texas, at the Texan Theater. They did like a $9 million renovation on that place. It's top-notch. And you get dinner. So when you go on watchchad.com and you look at it, and it's a $140 ticket, um, I've I've never not sold out there. Oh. Because they give you like a really fine dinner and a show and the whole thing. Food. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds nice. It's good. And you're driving, right? I mean, you're driving. Heck yeah, I'm driving. See, who else is doing that? Nobody else. Nobody is doing else that. is doing yeah, it. Yeah, only you, Chad Price. So I know you. that some candidates uh, they have a bus, hint, mm-hmm. hint, mm-hmm. and what <laughs> they do is they fly to those locations and then their bus picks them up. Oh, nice. And they come in like they've been. Yeah, they've been working there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and now listen, no, 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 no discredit to them. They they've been doing a lot of miles. Yeah, uh, they're spending a lot of money. Uh, but not like you. To not like the ones you're doing. They're spending a lot more money, but uh, I, I'll tell you this: I've been in, I've been as many miles, I've been yeah. in front of as many people, probably more people, because mm-hmm. I just I draw bigger crowds. Yeah, that's just the way it is. And I actually have a personality. I'm actually <laughs> the only candidate on the Republican ticket that I believe has a personality. Yeah, you know. Yeah. and I'd say that to all of them. Yeah. I've I've said it. Um, I agree. And here's going to be the media is going to make this race a, a contest of personalities. Because mm-hmm. they know that O'Rourke, Beto, has a personality. Now he's a moron, but Robert. he's got a personality. Yes. So <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna make it, and they know Greg Abbott is dull. Yeah, he is. He really he's is. got nothing. And anybody that saw the, uh, I wish we had the clip, Chris, of of him, his little speech that he gave amidst the booze uh, in front of eighty thousand people in Conroe, Texas, on Saturday night. All he could say was Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump. Donald oh J. Gosh. Trump loves Texas and Donald J. Trump. Like he just kept saying it over and over. It's like I was watching Diamond and Silk. I had to look that up now. Everything they say is Do- Donald J. Trump. Oh, yeah. uh, but that was the only way he could say that and get cheers. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And That's easy. Again, yeah. I, somebody told him, they said, he's like, he knew he was going to get booed mm-hmm. in that crowd. So he knew that the only way he could get rid of the boos yeah. is just keep saying Donald, Donald J. Trump, Trump to make yep. people stop booing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you're running on, dude. That's sad. It's yeah. really bad. Really, <laughs> really bad. Um, I still identify as a Canadian trucker. I just want to remind everybody of that. Um, but welcome to Texas. I'm Thank glad you. you're here. It. Are you Thank settling you. anything you'll stay? Yes, I am going to stay. I don't yes. want to tell all your business. I love it. You I love can tell it what here. you want to tell. Just the cedar. That's my only complaint. We yeah. have medicine for that. So, <laughs> so I'm good. Well, it never gets any better, honestly. Um, every season it kind of gets me. <laughs> 
Uh, but I love this state. I, I've been in front of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. March 1st is coming. So so if you have not registered to vote, you've missed your opportunity. January 31st was it uh, in the state of Texas. Early voting is going to start on the f- February 14th, March 1st. This has Exciting. been a, this will be 19 months for me. I mean, almost two <laughs> years of campaigning to run Jeez. for governor. You're a Texas. machine. I am a machine. You are. <laughs> I, I am a machine. Yeah. I'm RoboGov. Um. <laughs> But I think we've done some good. I think we've done some good, and I appreciate everybody's support. And if you want to support me, go to prayther2022.com and donate. Our donations have been up lately, and I really appreciate that. Uh, Still, I've managed to go however long, a year and a half, with no special interest groups, no big donors. I'm in nobody's pocket. I made a post over the weekend about the Texas Parks and Wildlife Division uh, Department, and and I'm against them. They need to put some different people on the board and on the commission because they, they put the squeeze on these deer breeders and so many other things. All agencies have just been taken over by the woke lefties yeah. and the big money people. And uh, so a lot of people came at me and they said, oh, I guess some of these deer hunter or there's deer breeders or whatever, they're, they're, you know, you're in their pocket now. It's like, look, <laughs> bitch, I ain't in nobody's pocket. Mm-hmm. It, ain't nobody giving me a big donation. Yeah. That's a fact. You're the real deal. I Well, 100%. I you think are. I am what politics ought to be. Mm-hmm. I do, too. And I look way better. You do. I mean, you're easy on the eyes. (laughs) That was fishing for a cheap compliment, Amy. And you delivered. I did. You can be on my show anytime you want. (laughs) Um, Let's play some clips we missed over the week. So, um, the uh, did we play? Speaking of Texas, did we play the clip? Let's play it of the illegals being dropped off. You got that one pulled up, guys. Facebook Live, January 28th, Maitland, Florida, fourth bus of the day. And I don't see a freaking family here. Just a lot of 18 to 25 year old males. They're signing up. Each one's getting a credit card, hotel stay. And going where they want. Nah, ain't that something right there? Democrat voters. Yeah. I 100%. And not only that, the big government Republicans are to blame as well because to them anything. that's cheap labor and taxpayers. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, it, 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 go ahead just just sacrifice your country. Mm-hmm. And that was the like the 40 say the fourth bus that day. And they just pick them up, drop them off. They take them in, give them a place to stay. I mean, we got homeless veterans in this country right. and illegals that are living in the hotels and, and staying there. And <sighs> we've got to make it impossible for this to happen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we've got to disincentivize the reason that the illegals are even coming here. Mm-hmm. You know, look, it, there are some really good, hardworking folks who are here. Yes, uh, and I wish I could snap my fingers and they be legal citizens mm-hmm. and some of these wild-eyed lunatic lefty progressives were in Mexico yeah. or, yes. or, you know, wherever, El Salvador. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the fact of the matter is they're here and um, it ain't good. Yeah, The numbers ain't going to work out. So just keep on going with this um, this whole deal and you'll find out. Um, did I tell you about my... Uh, New T-shirt, Kamala sucks. 
No, but yeah. she does. Chatonblaze.com. Yeah. She does. She is the epitome of Neil Young. She Neil <laughs> she knelt young. Um so Neil Young, which I love the memes that immediately came out when he was um wanting all of his crap off of Spotify. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, the artists don't make anything off of Spotify and the songwriters make like a third of a penny for every stream. Uh. So Spotify is not really you're not getting rich off of Spotify. Mm-hmm. It's just making a statement, right? And so this whole thing where they're wanting to uh uh you know pull everybody and you know do all this stuff uh who was it um who was the other singer the oh actress, gosh like the, Joni the, the, Mitchell Joni Mitchell oh dear lord I mean so I've I, heard of her but and I posted and I've seen some memes made of this I posted I said look I'm 49 years old anybody younger than me they don't know <laughs> who Neil Young is uh people my age thought he was dead and the generation above me don't know how Spotify works so um you know I look it probably made the guy I need to come up with a way to be relevant you know? Right. So if I could figure out a way to do it. But yeah, the uh, WHO director, uh, World Health, Health Organization, love them. They're fantastic. They're awesome. Thanks, Neil Young, for pulling his songs off Spotify over Joe Rogan's podcast. So what we have is governmental intervention over free speech. It's because we saw the Biden, his, um, his um, medical guy, his uh, surgeon general... He came out against Joe Rogan. I mean, so now you have governmental overreach of telling somebody what they can say on yeah. a freaking podcast. Yeah. And labeling that as misinformation. Now, if I sat up here, and I love Rogan's response, by the way, when he did his little video response, when he said, yeah, how can you tell me what is misinformation? He goes, I'm sitting down with people from both sides of the of the argument. And he said, and you're going to tell me this misinformation. He said, so eight months ago, if you put on there that if you um, got the vaccine and you then you said you could still get covid or you could spread covid that would be labeled misinformation yes. but now we know that's true mm-hmm. if you got on there and said that cloth masks don't work they would label that as misinformation mm-hmm. well now we know that's not true if you got on there and said that it started in a wuhan lab they would label that misinformation now it's on the cover of newsweek right right yeah so that's just eight months ago yeah and here we go. But, you know, thank God for people like Neil Young standing up against misinformation and inaccuracies around COVID-19. Forget the fact that he was interviewing Dr. McC- Peter McCullough, who has written more articles in his field than any other cardiac doctor mm-hmm. in history. And uh, Mal- Dr. Malone, who created and holds nine patents on the mRNA yeah. vaccine. Yeah. I mean, these aren't yahoos like me. No. Oh, let's sell something. Keeps. Look at what I got. I stole. I stole Chris's pills right here. <laughs> you know what that sounds like right there? That sounds like hair growth to me right there. Um, you know, I, look, guys, you're sensitive about your hair loss. Good news. Keeps got you covered. It's genius. Same uh, doctor recommended clinically proven research backed treatments is going to stop hair loss, improve hair growth. Uh, Keeps physicians will help you select the right products and treatments for your specific condition and your hair goals. All Keeps treatment plans are delivered straight to your door at about half the cost of traditional pharmacy. Your plan is going to come with a full year of unlimited messaging so you can connect with your doctor about anything, anytime. With Keeps, you get quality expert care without visiting a doctor's office or pharmacy. Whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, 
growth or just take better care of the hair you have. Keeps has you covered. Hair loss stops uh, with Keeps, folks. So to get 50% off your first order, go to Keeps.com slash loss. That's Keeps.com slash loss. And we'll be right back. It's all bullshit, Amy. It is. I just want to say that. Just because everybody's like, somebody sent a message the other day, said, I know you're running for governor and you're our guy, but we really need you to kind of reel it in a little bit on the show. Nah. Can't do it. No. <laughs> Have you, I, I mean, I deal with garbage all day, every day. Yeah. It just I bet gets you do. thrown at me. I sit here in my nice leather couch, and this is not vegan leather. This is real leather. Um, like Glenn Beck doesn't have anything but dead cows around here. And um, Chris just hands me crap all day. Um, the, uh, there was an actress. I don't know. You've probably seen the viral video. Uh, this actress in New York who was ranting about the street closures for the slain uh, New York Police Department officer. Which, by the way, did you see the footage from that funeral? And all of the police officers that were out there, just thousands and thousands, like like six blocks, just flooded. Oh wow! With uh, men and women in blue. And uh, there was a New York City actress. Do we have that clip, Chris? Can we play it? Do that thing. Do not need to shut down most of Lower Manhattan because one cop died for probably doing his job incorrectly. They kill people who are under 22 every single day for no good reason, and we don't shut down the city for them. So, like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. What if somebody is having a heart attack in this area? Nobody can get to them because it's all blocked off for one. So, um, face-to-face films, a theater and film company that employed uh, this chick, posted a statement Saturday on Facebook explaining that Guzman had been fired over the video. Like, boom, immediately. Bam, there it is. You know, you go after one of New York's finest. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was a pretty solid show of solidarity on the part of honoring a fallen member of the law enforcement community in New York City. And bam. Um, so they said, yeah, we've been made aware of an intensive video involving one of our members. You know, here's the thing, uh, you goofy bitch, um, <laughs> believe it or not, a lot of businesses in down there, you know, around Times Square and Broadway and all the, you know, they kind of depend on these law enforcement officers because yeah. they've had to put up with a lot of garbage. So you're a Johnny come lately that probably got, never mind. Um, <laughs> you probably haven't lived enough life to understand that mm-hmm. all the crap that goes on in Manhattan, but, uh. Anyway, they're like, yeah. I'd like to go back to the time when and people who, even if you thought something like this, you were afraid to say it. Yeah. That'd be nice. See, we've talked about it, about shaming. Yeah. Let's bring it back. Ooh. You know? I like to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good stuff. <laughs> Just bring back the shaming. Yeah. Um, and so, you know what? Boom. There it is. Again, I'm not into cancel culture, but you did that, but I am into consequences. Yes. Right? I, I am, am into consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to learn that, you know what, you do some stuff people don't want to be associated with you. Yeah. You know, that, that, look, that's what the whole Me Too movement was about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was exposing people who had done that. Now, they went too far yeah. uh, of saying, oh, well, you were guilty by association or, mm-hmm. you know, you looked a certain way and we felt uncomfortable and mm-hmm. therefore that was sexual assault or something like <laughs> that. 
But again, th their premise on what they were saying is about consequences. You got to get rid of these people who are toxic to yeah. an environment. And um, there needs to be consequences. Mm -hmm. Put them back in the stocks. Yes. And take pictures and put them on social media. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I won't go any further. Okay. <laughs> um, revenge porn. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'd be clothed. Uh, yeah. Um, I had I had people. Never mind. I don't get into that topic. Ooh. Yeah. No, I, I've had people who have tried to publicly shame me with mm -hmm. either taking pictures of text conversations or things like that. And it's like, you can take anything out of context. And oh, trust me, anybody that's ever been in a text conversation with me, I just say all kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 Sure. hundred percent. And uh, like, and, you know, Brian's gonna say, have, have you seen his show? He doesn't care. I, I really He's don't. pretty honest. And yeah. Somebody asked me I, the other day, they were like, dude, you, you really kind of got to ratchet this whole thing up. You know, you, you really, and I said, no, I'm not going to no. do it. Still not going to do it. Like, I'm not just going to be some bought and paid for shill right. out there that's just going to clam up in order to keep everybody happy. That's right. not how I'm wired, Amy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not how no, you're you wired. It's yeah. not how we do things mm -mm. around here. Because uh, if you do that, then you're going to have people like these assholes. Um, the uh, Quoting an opinion piece in the Washington Post by a former Virginia Secretary of Education, Randy Weingarten, president of the American Federation of Teachers, the second largest teachers union in America, tweeted, racists are showing up in droves to school board meetings, threatening members and superintendents with recalls, firing, and worse. It's dangerous, it's divisive, it's un-American, as Virginians let us remember our history and not repeat the errors of our past. Um, there you go. And uh, didn't just call them racist. He just called them racist parents. Oh. All right. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's uh, uh, that's kind of um, where we're at these yeah, days. Right. You're a racist if you're not. If somebody has yeah. if they want to come and have authority over their children and they mm -hmm. want to be a parent and they want to call out these school boards. Remember the little TikTok we showed on mm -hmm. whatever day it was where the, uh, where the kids were. Did you see that one? You hadn't seen that one. Have you? That was Monday's episode. I apologize. I might have. Where the kids are basically pledging allegiance to the school board. I love you, school board. And they're in their masks. No. Yeah, let's play it again. Let's play it again. Because it, it, I want to get pissed off all over again. Play oh. it. Mm-hmm. You got it? Thank you, School Board, for dedicating your time and helping our school. Thank you, School Board, for supporting our school. Thank you, School Board. Thank you, School Board, for dedicating your time. We appreciate you. Thank you for being a good leader. Yeah, there you go. disgusting. Pledge allegiance to the School Board. Remember when they sang songs to Obama, the kids? It kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. That was the beginning of that. You know, I, I think that the pendulum of history and culture does swing. Mm -hmm. Problem is, this thing is swinging so far yeah. out there. These little dictators, these tyrants, uh, these little monarchs that we've created mm -hmm. and given them. When you relinquish freedom, you have to fight to get it back. And uh, that's what we're up against. I've so. learned how power hungry a lot of people are. A lot of people are very power hungry. They yeah, want to control. And, and, well, the thing is, it's always, it's always, and I want your opinion on this here, mm -hmm. because we've always seen that throughout human history, mm -hmm. but we've kind of been able to keep that in check. We yeah. don't keep that in check anymore. No. And back to the shaming thing. I mean, you used to be ashamed to say the silent things out loud. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now we let them do it. We actually encourage it.
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what do you think is going to keep that in check? Mm, keep it in check. I mean, we got to go back to whooping some ass. I was going to say Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the shaming stuff like that, just kind of changing, getting the right people in positions of authority. Right yeah. now, we're screwed. I can't. Well, say you say Jesus, and you're not wrong I, yeah. because if you talk about the old adage of of politics running downstream from culture, culture runs downstream from religion, mm-hmm. and people have made themselves into little god players. Yes, right, and so. Uh, and their idea of God, you and I were talking about it when you sent me a text the other day and you're absolutely right about, you know, people think of God as their little genie in a yep. bottle mm-hmm. and, you know, he's just their wish fulfiller yep. and there's no sense of reverence. There's no sense of conscience. There's no sense of consequence. Um, you know, your, your conscience has been seared. Your heart's been hardened. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no sensitivity to anything no. anymore. There's no shame. There's no blushing. You None. Know? I mean, again, healthy shame. We need healthy shame yeah. back. Yeah, and and being able to, uh, I mean, trust me, if you guys really knew what went on inside my brain. Well, same, yeah, same. <laughs> but I keep it in there, and I only let out what people yeah. can handle. Thank God for a little bit of conscience. <laughs> my gosh, uh, but no, we've got to get back to that. And uh, you know, there, things like things bigger than us. I think we have to start teaching our kids real things that are bigger than them but again we've torn down monuments and we've revised history mm-hmm. so now we're pledging allegiance to a, a president who's just a temporary icon or to the school board which mm-hmm. is a joke but but teaching them civics and teaching them why the pledge of allegiance matters and why mm-hmm. the national anthem matters and, and why 1776 matters and the constitution and you know, those are the kind of things that are bigger than you and they mm-hmm. shape your life and they help you create a life inside the guidelines of those bigger things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm an American. I should know what that means. What's the right. significance of that? Why American pride and exceptionalism? What made America the greatest human experiment on the planet in the history of, of mankind? But we've been so blessed in this country and comfortable. And what you said about being bigger than us. Yes, I think that we need to get back to that, uh, teaching our kids that there are things that are bigger than us. Right. Um, and it all kind of comes back to us getting so far away from God. It really does. It really does. It's it's really that simple. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Annie's Kit Clubs. Let's talk about Annie's. Uh, you parents out there, you don't want them in there chanting all that stuff in their little masks about love you school board and thank you school board. Uh, teach them some stuff, but some stuff with some values. You know, Annie's Kit Clubs, they're going to give your kids some fun and interactive projects, keep their minds working, keep their hands off of uh, oh, their PlayStation and other things, probably. Uh, their newest club, Genius Box, is a great way to encourage their curiosity and introduce them to different STEM fields. Every single month, your young scientist is going to get a new box full of three hands-on activities. Uh, it's going to explore, explore all kind of different sciences like geology, chemistry, aerodynamics, a whole lot more. Uh, you know, raise up your little engineers. Uh, it's perfect for all kids age 7 to 12. And uh, the... Um, it's a great time to be doing these projects, folks. The top secret mission envelope in every box is going to walk your kids through amazing projects like designing a hovercraft, examining examining fossils, or building robots. Even you build yourself a little Elon Musk without the ideology. Go to annieskitclubs.com slash chad. Save 50% off your first box. That's annieskitclubs.com slash chad. annieskitclubs.com slash chad. Be right back.
Hey, welcome back. I want you to imagine for a moment that you've got a cookie jar in your kitchen. It doesn't really have a lid or anything, so your kids can just dip in and take a cookie pretty much whenever they want. And if you've got rules against taking more than one or two, they just reach in whenever your back is turned. That's pretty frustrating. So you buy a new cookie jar. This one has a lid that locks, and only you have the key. Well, that pisses your kids off pretty quickly, doesn't it? So uh, now they can only get a cookie when you allow them to. So what do they do? They go into the garage, grab your hammer, and wait for the right moment to just smash the thing. And bingo, bango, bongo, they've got cookies again. Well, what do you do? Well, you know my answer. <laughs> You beat their ass. Now, this leads us to the story at hand. If you've been paying attention to the folks like my buddy Glenn Beck, I'm coming for you, Beck. Uh, you know that the Federal Reserve has been looking for ways to switch us over from the American dollar to the digital American dollar for quite a while. And pretty soon they might get their chance. The leader of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, or as I like to call him, Chairman Powell, recently stated that he looks forward to engaging with the public elected representatives and a broad range of stakeholders as we examine the positives and negatives of a central bank digital currency in the United States. Now, if you weren't paying close attention, you might miss the lead. He just buried the, the lead. He just buried there up front. There's a nice little litany of buzzwords that you and I would like to hear. We're going to talk to the American people and their elected officials. Nothing to worry about. If they don't like it, we won't do it. Meanwhile, he's got that hammer behind his back and his hand is just itching to bust into that new cookie jar. Because you see, that's what the current digital market is, a locked cookie jar. The digital free market has been huge in the first years, uh, in the years since it first came about. And now the government desperately wants to get its greedy power home hungry hands on it and control it. The thing, you know, the, the buzzwords we're hiding is four words, central bank digital currency. Follow me now. Central bank digital currency. Look, it's patently obvious to anyone who's been paying attention for pretty much forever that governments are terrible at running markets and great at grabbing control of them. And if you think that Chairman Powell has any interest in what the American people have to say about this, you're not thinking critically enough. The world of digital currency is going to be a scary one under government control. The same principles of bad governance and legislation that have landed us in the current inflationary mess will apply every bit as strongly to the digital world, if not more so. Your money will be worth less than it's worth right now, and it's not worth much right now. For every American dollar you own, you're probably looking at 60 cents of digital spending power. So what's my solution? Well, I'm glad you asked. we got to beat that ass. And we do that by rooting out corruption first in the elected sector and then from there in the appointed sector. I know it's like you bought a, a pooper scooper to the septic tank, but there really is no other choice. The more power we give these people, the worse the economy is going to get. Period. End of story. And seriously, if you believe that these people have your best interest in mind, i got a bridge to sell you. But I only take cash for the bridge, all right? Yeah, I got you. Don't worry about it. We're screwed. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. We're screwed. Um, anyway, because you got dudes like, you got that Biden speech clip that you can pull up. Um, I, I want to show you why we're screwed. I, I just want to show you where we've headed. Uh, they asked me, Amy, in a candidate forum. Mm-hmm. They said, besides, um, they, they kind of do this little fun little lightning round. Mm -hmm. And they were like, okay, besides um, um, <coughs> the uh, Donald Trump or Ronald Reagan, who's your most favorite president? Mm -hmm. And then you got to think, right? So one of the candidates said, and we couldn't copy each other, uh, said, uh, 
Abraham Lincoln. Uh-huh. I said Thomas Jefferson. The other guy said George Washington, right? Uh-huh. Well, you could think of all these different great leaders from right. history, right? And then we wound up with this guy. Play the clip. Imagine being the parent, making the minimum wage or twice the minimum wage, and having a child with type 1 diabetes, knowing that if you can't and have no insurance, knowing if you cannot get that money for the insulin, your child may die. In addition to your child, it strips you of your dignity, damn it. Can you imagine looking at your child? And you know what they need. (laughs) And not be able to do it? Many of you have lost children. Many of you have seen Imagine. It's outrageous. And we have an answer. At the same time, same is true for home and community-based services for seniors and people with disabilities. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's uh, undignified and and terrible if you're a parent. I just saw a clip this week of a guy who... uh, who wanted to go see his daughter playing a basketball game in the YMCA, he carries with him a, a, a doctor's note that says he's exempt from getting the vaccine because he has a heart issue. Mm-hmm. And they won't let him in to go see his daughter play oh basketball at the YMCA. So that's the kind of thing. So so shut up, Joe. Mm-hmm. You're a moron. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the kind of thing that we're talking about when it's like you, you guys are leading us down this path. So, so don't start with this. You know, virtue signaling crap about your dignity, you know, your children. Ah. Now, listen, it's morons like that that are driving us into to an economic dark age mm-hmm. uh, that, that are going to take all of your rights away. People like him and Justin Trudeau and these other freaking pinheads, the Angela Merkels of the world mm-hmm. that, you know, a bunch of panty waist wusses, honestly, that. Uh, and why was he, when yeah, are we going to step up? When do we step up? That's what I'm saying. Got to beat that ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to beat that ass. I feel like I was just chastised when I was watching him. He was yelling. Damn it. Yeah. It's your child, damn it. I think that somebody had to talk with him about the my son died thing because he was going there. That's where he wanted to go. And then he like dignified, yeah. you know, like he, yeah. he stopped. So yeah. is that yeah, He never talks about the one that's still living. I wonder why. Yeah, he never talks about crackhead. Parmesan cheese. <laughs> Parmesan cheese. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, Hunter. They never talk about Hunter. Um, God, we got to get Peter Schweitzer back on the show. I hate that I was gone when he was here last. Or he was here this week or whenever. I don't know. Glenn's having him on. Glenn has all the best people. I have Amy. Hey. <laughs> the hell am I, chopped liver? <laughs> I have Amy. And you know what? Speaking of cookies, Amy brought cookies. You are the best cookie maker on the planet. I brought cookies. Yeah. I love your cookie, Amy. Yeah, do you? Yeah. All right. Sorry, it was like a Matt Matt Lauer moment right there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick of it. Oh, President Biden. Oh, President Sippy Cup. Oh, pee pads. Um, Yeah. Dude's going to, they're going to get decimated in 2024 I, 2022 yeah. midterms i it, it better be red wave over mm-hmm. and over again. absolutely so, it better be a red wave yeah so oh anyway gosh. 
Jan out of that cookie jar. Hmm. Hang tight. Be right back. Hey, you know what we haven't done? Booster shots. Let's do booster shots. It's time for booster shots. Um, yeah, I like having Amy around. She drinks with me. Yeah, this is a. Yeah, thank you, John Doyle. I told John I would wait to open this bottle when he was around. But you know what? That's what you get for endorsing uh, Don Huffons. <laughs> you get left out, Peckerhead. Cheers, darling. Cheers. Woo. All right, drink. And I stole these glasses from Elijah Schaefer. Mm -hmm. They're awesome. Yeah, little skull glasses. Probably no telling who all's lips have been on that. Oh, thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. The tequila kills it all. You're listen, right. I'm, listen, I told you, if you just do a good, get get your, um, um, our friends over at the Z-Stack, get your Z-Stack, and then also um, uh, just do a good protocol of of zinc, cocaine, and tequila. Oh, all right? you just okay. Just solid. You don't have to worry you got, about you know anything. You know a guy? You Label know a guy? that misinformation, Spotify. <laughs> Cocaine saves everybody. Yes, yes, it's it does. Insane. Forgot. Uh, what? Ask ah, Hunter. There we go. You snort Parmesan cheese. We have I mean, contact. there's a reason he. Nice. I mean, you say what you want to say about Hunter Biden. Mofo knows how to party. He does. Oh, he does. He yeah. knows how to party. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um. But you know, Jen Psaki, they asked her about healthy living. It's one of Biden has considered encouraging Americans to actually live a healthier lifestyle. You got that clip? Play it for me. And then um, on COVID, this bitch. we've seen an effort from a few other countries to include a push for living a healthier lifestyle as part of the pandemic response. There's been studies indicating efforts like weight loss could help prevent some of the more serious effects of COVID-19. Why isn't the president included a push for healthier lifestyles in his COVID messaging in addition to pushing Americans to get vaccinated? First, we rely on the advice and guidance of our public health officials on how to best protect yourself from uh, hospitalization and, and death uh, from COVID. And we know that the most effective steps anyone can take are to get vaccinated, get boosted, wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, and those are the steps that we're certainly focusing on. Uh, yeah, don't eat a salad. Oh. Uh, don't, don't drink water and have a salad or, you know, have a have a good, you know, balanced diet. Forget the food pyramid. Yeah. I don't even know if they, that's still a thing. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I don't think they Eggs want you to Eggs used to be bad. That. They're not now. I don't know what's going I on. I know. I oh. do love a, everything that comes out of a chicken's ass. Um, <laughs> I uh, And why isn't she black by now? Shouldn't they have a press secretary that's black? You'd think. Now, the one that fills in. Right. What's her name? Yeah. I like, she's actually got a nicer, sweeter disposition. I yeah. You know, well, Chad, yeah. I don't pay attention to her. If you I remember, she was she's stepping down this year. Yeah. So mm. I would too if I if MSNBC was going to offer me twenty million dollars mm. a year, which you know that's what's going to happen. And yeah. like her or hate her, she's good at her job. She You're right. really knows how to spin that bottle. Not to lie. She can spin she's it. Good. Yeah. Yeah, communists are good at that, though. Oh, play me a TikTok, Chris. 
Yeah. Everything I say about gender is influenced by my whiteness, which is obvious, but there's an interesting second part to this. The rejections of gender and gender roles that I create and embody will still come from my whiteness, those acceptable to my constructions of self as a white person. I will likely uphold and encourage white beauty standards and see and more immediately <laughs> accept other white rejections of gender. Essentially, even the most critical analysis of gender I have will still be white, and white gender rejection can and does uphold whiteness and white supremacy. Queer appropriation of African-American vernacular English is one example of this, as is mainstream exclusion of fashion excellence in black representations of masculinity, while celebrating white men for having basic hygiene as if they're revolutionaries. Of course, that's not to say we can't attempt to take in other viewpoints, but it's still going to be a fundamentally white perspective. Even this is a white perspective, it's literally the only one I can give you. So if you want to learn how other people construct and deconstruct gender, you need to learn it from someone who doesn't look like me. That, yeah? Which is why he's I, telling us, as a white person, what? I, I like his white turtleneck. He had a headband on. Yeah. And I'm just, I admire how fast he could talk and string. I'm like, you've rehearsed this shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yes. Like, you've rehearsed this. Uh, yes. Like, I, you start stringing together. Like, you starting to sound like me now. You're stringing words together that fast. Like, and yeah. that tone, that condescending tone. And they, they throw these words in there. Like, if, if I say everything like this, then you're going to believe everything I say. And you're going to, you know, it's like, it's <laughs> but ridiculous. what's funny to me, Amy, is the way they say all this stuff. And they always end it and qualify it by saying, you can't learn by listening to people like me. Then why'd I just right. waste 30 seconds of right. my life? Give me those seconds back. I want them. Shut your white Please. pie hole. Headband just, wearing. I mean. This is coming from a dude who probably bleaches his ass. All right, so oh, I'm I like, bet. You, like, how white can a dude be? I bet he does. I guarantee you, he bleaches his butt. It hole. looks like this. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what else is white? Dude's nuts. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, Chris Cruz. What's happening right now? <laughs> wow. I mean, that's that's what I think about the whole thing. My God. I mean, I, I'm going to have to go back and watch that video again just to see. Just like Ugh. because that was just a bunch of gobbledygook. He said yeah. nothing. I know you have to write you, the words you down nothing. almost. One, you yeah. need an encyclopedia or a glossary at best just to see what they're saying. Yeah. You know, it's it's like can maybe now this it's the dumbing down of the world. You just say big words, you put them all together. There's no critical thought to it. That's why we need pregnant man emojis because pretty soon all it's going to be is just one emoji after another, just telling you the narrative. Yeah, and which right. is exactly what that is. I need white turtleneck gay man emoji with a bleach butthole. Yeah, I want to find that on Emojipedia. Yes, let's yes. go. Yeah, y'all hang tight. We'll be right back. Dude's nuts. Watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is. Go check it out. Uh, I've been promoting a lot of my own stuff lately because we're revamping the website, the e-store, all of those things. Uh, the big things are happening. Go over there and uh, check me out. Get tickets. Come see me in Midland, Texas on February 11th. going to be a fun show. Even going to bring the ragamuffins with me. And uh, we're going to be in Greenville, Texas on February 25th. I even got a special guest, John Ford Coley. Those of you who are good fans of, uh, big fans of the late 70s and Early 80s yacht rock 
music. Yeah, John Ford Coley in England. Dan, uh, John Ford Coley is going to be there with us hanging out as well. Uh, but uh, chadnude.com and, of course, chadonblaze.com. Get me to it. Let's do 100,000. Like, can you imagine if we actually got 100,000 new subscribers to The Blaze? I need somebody around here to take me seriously. <laughs> I need at some point in time for them to go, you know what? Chad Prather is actually invaluable to the Blaze Network. Right now, I'm expendable. Thank I don't you. like it. Amy, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Amy, what's her face on all the socials? Love you. God bless you. Talk to you later. Bye.